Whether you're learning the basics or you want to be a rock master, we have a class for you from high level overviews to specific features. Find the training class that fits your needs this year at community.rockrms.com slash classes. Welcome back for another special edition of Rockcast. This is the podcast where we introduce you to the community members, the core team, and those who make up the rock community. We're so excited for the special guests we have here with us this morning. In addition to John Edmiston and myself, Emily Foreman and Nick Erdo, we have Scott Ballard from the Summit Church in North Carolina, who's been an active member of the community for quite a while now. Scott, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's glad to be here. So Scott, let's see, you've been to several conferences. You've been around the community for a while. I think people probably have bumped into you in Rocket Chat for a bit. Um, and they may even know you from your, your previous role inside a rock community church. You're currently with the summit, but you started with the village church and that's when you first ran into rock. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, spent, you know, 12 and a half years on staff at the, at the village church down in Texas. And then, uh, you know, we, the Lord decided to, um, see how much I trusted him by moving my family in the middle of, uh, the pandemic last year. So we moved out here. Uh, we started our trek out here at the end of March of 2020, and we became official residents in North Carolina on uh, May 27th of 2020. And I, and I would add, Emily, you know, some people don't know this about me, but my twins that we now uh, are legally part of our family, uh, we started um, fostering them during one of the rock conferences. So I consider them rock, um, sponsored twins. So, <laughs> awesome. um, a so couple yeah, of rock we babies. always, yeah, they're a couple of rock babies. So, and um, how old are they? Now? Yeah. They're now three. Uh, yeah. So that would have been, I guess, 2018, 2017. I remember I you coming up and showing me pictures of them at the rock conference. It was such an exciting time. Yeah. Yeah. They were tiny at the time and now they're, eating me out of house and home. So it's great. <laughs> and just getting started on that end, no doubt. Exactly. Exactly. So how did you first run across rock while you were in your role at the village? Yeah. So um, to be really honest with you, rock, i still view as, as really an answer of prayer to the church, uh, the big church, uh, the big C church. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, uh, we were with a different um, solution at the village for years and Coming out of the corporate world, um, I have a, a digital marketing background. You know, I was really confused when I came over to church technology world and um, just realized that there wasn't a lot in the space that really benefited the church. It always felt like the product was was the one that was benefiting. Um, and I ran across Rock years into being on staff. Um, I was starting to get frustrated with the you know some of the the things that we were running into not being able to customize and and things of that nature i was meeting with some local other mega churches in the area uh, who were kind of sharing the same sentiments and came across rock and from the moment that i heard kind of the heartbeat behind what rock was is uh, really the community aspect of it really the church helping one another 
um, and really pouring into a product, man, I, I started to, to really perk up. Um, I, I want to say it would have been somewhere in the neighborhood of 20, let's see, I think 2015-ish maybe, where 2016, I, I can't remember the exact year. Um, uh, someone shared a link, I believe it was um, uh, another church that was, it was kind of in those meetings. Um, and we just kind of started to dig into it. Like I said, man, mm -hmm. once I, I started to hear the heartbeat, I was hooked. So, yeah. That's exciting. It's been, sometimes I look backward and think it seems like that was a long time ago. And then other times it seems like it was just so very recent. Um, yeah. So that's incredible. So Scott, you had spent some time introducing Rock at the Village Church before God called you to the Summit Church. And um, and they already were on Rock at the time, uh, but it sounds like maybe they weren't quite to the same stage that they were yet at the Village when you left. Can you tell us a little bit about what that looks like? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, one of the, the funny things that I often tell people about leaving the Village is like, man, I love the Village Church. You know, I love, I love it. Um, still have dear, dear friends there. Um, and I felt like I was kind of going to get to sit on the front porch with my, you know, sweet tea and, and just kind of not coast, but by any stretch, but just like we, we had kind of been through the, the bumps and the bruises of onboarding into a new solution from another solution. And so then, you know, part of the joke is like, not only did I move during COVID, but, um, you know, I've kind of came to a place where we were in a lot of ways, um, resetting the foundation. Mm. So I would describe what I walked into at the summit is like there was a house built and most of the rooms were pretty, but the foundation underneath it was somewhat crumbling because of what the, um, the church was experiencing at the time. There was a desire to um, invest more into the system than what had previously been invested both with time and money. Um, there was a desire to kind of catch up, so to speak, from a technology standpoint and, and really, when you look at a lot of those factors together, you know, um, you know, I think the summit had been on the had been on rock for a little over a year, maybe a year and a half. Um, and, and I was really kind of going, OK, guys, like I know the house looks pretty and I know you have your own bedroom, but we really need to tear this thing down now, because if we keep on this path, the foundation is going to fall out from underneath it. And. Uh, you know, the house is going to crumble, you know, cracks were starting to show, so to speak. Um, so really, in so many ways, um, you know, we're redoing uh, the majority of what was already done in the in the system to get it uh, to a place where, where we're confident moving forward. Sounds like a time of a lot of opportunity and a lot of challenge. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, one of the things about rock that's beautiful, I, I also think is, is a little bit of a double-edged sword in that, you know, in our experience here, you know, when I came in, things like uh, access to create data views, um, you know, everybody on staff had access to create data views. Um, so to give you kind of a rough kind of comparison, uh, and I did this in the interview, and I'm still shocked that I said yes to the job, but, um, you know, I, I did an assessment of, of data views here. You know, at the village, we had, you know, roughly, I don't know, maybe maybe 100 data views. Uh, I don't know if even that many at the time. The summit had like 1,500 wow. um, oh my goodness. data views. Um, and, 
you know, the reason for that is, is again, it goes back to kind of seeing the big picture of, of how powerful a data view really is in the system. So we probably had, you know, in, in some places we would have things like 18 different data views that had to do with membership mm. versus, you know, really leveraging the power of rock to, to build that. And, and it's not, again, that's not pointed at one person. It's just the, it's just the reality. It, it's um, having too many cooks in the kitchen means you get a lot of biscuits made, mm -hmm. but having too many cooks in the kitchen can also be a really bad thing too, because, you know, you don't always pay attention to what the other one's doing. Right. Um, which, which in turn led kind of where we are with, uh, with data views. So that's just like one microcosm of, of a lot of other things. Um, and we talk about that in master classes, specifically that example is that is those data views, you know, making them strategic gives you exactly like you said, a solid foundation to move forward from realizing that that's a hard thing to do because that means that you have to take a lot more leadership in the beginning. Um, I know I caught myself in the in my previous uh, experiences on previous systems that we wrote that we did give everybody access and it created a, a mess. So that's how I learned that, like we need to kind of control that and make them more strategic. So it's, yeah, it's a hard thing to implement that way because you're in the middle of a of a firefight. So sometimes you feel like you have to let go of that, and but but you always regret it. Totally, and I think you know I, I remember back. I don't know how many data views I ended up going back and deleting in you know year two of the village that I thought I needed yeah. in year one, mm -hmm. and so it's just that's part of the the you know really understanding and you know, for me, it's like until I get in and see the implications of something I'm, I'm clicking around in yep. and then, you know, that's the impact on, on other areas of rock. Uh, you know, sometimes the delete button, uh, has been a really close dear friend of mine. Um, <laughs> you know, and, uh, sometimes it hasn't, um, you know, and I'm scrambling to, to, to pull old copies of things, but, um, you know, What's interesting too, John, is that um, you know I, I think uh, I think sometimes what I've what I've noticed, and we did this a little bit at the village in the beginning, is like you've got to start paying attention um, uh, to what it really takes uh, to do this well, you know. Um, mm -hmm. and, I, and it's not always just financial. It's it's like you've got a plan. And I tell churches this, I was even meeting with a church here locally in Chapel Hill last week about rock. And, um, you know, I, I, I told them, it's like, it's one thing to have a budget to spend on rock, which, mm -hmm. you know, yes. And amen. Obviously you guys care about that as well as, as the rest of the community does. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to make sure that you have the time invested mm -hmm. to care about rock. That's very wise. Um, yes. And, uh, because like, you know, it's not this thing that's just gonna, <clears throat> I mean, it, you know, it's gonna, it could run kind of over here in the corner, but, but nobody's interested in technology that just kind of works. It's like, we, it, it really needs to, maybe, maybe that's not a true statement. I mean, you're always want things to work. What I mean is like, um, you want it to work well for your context. Mm -hmm. And so like I was telling this team of, you know, at this church, it's like, you know, what we're doing with rock isn't what you have to do with rock, mm -hmm. but in order for you to do what you need to do with rock, you need to not just expect to throw this on one person's shoulders yeah. and, you know, and, uh, and kind of live and die on that vein. So. It's very wise. 
and, and we see that too. And there's, there's certain churches that, like you said, just run it. They get their check-in. They get their maybe a couple other little things that they want. But they're really not getting the value out of it that anywhere near what you could get out of it. And for some of them, that's okay. But I think some of for them sure. have that expectation that doesn't match the level of effort they put in. And that's not a rock thing. That's just like you could replace it with anything. And it's going to take a little bit of effort and a little bit of money if, you're, if you want to do amazing things. Yeah, when you start to shine, when you shine the mirror on process, it's the process's <laughs> problem. It's mm-hmm. not the system's problem, right. you know? Um, you know, and a lot of times I, I just feel like, not just with rock, I mean, there's other solutions out there where I just feel like it's, it's now the church's way of putting lipstick on a pig, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, what happens when the lipstick rub, you know, gets rubbed off? It's like, you still have a pig, mm-hmm. um, you know? And, every, and everything, you know, every tool that you use is shiny for a little bit, yep. you know? Yeah. And, uh, and unless you're well-established with how, like, you're going to not just build a process, but how you're going to sustain that process. Um, yeah, I, I just think that's where your real work and time investment uh, really happens versus, like, how are we going to get data out of this system and into this system? It's like, well, your data, you know, data in is data out, right? Like, terrible yeah. data in is terrible yeah. data out. Um Almost. Unless you unless you guys are working on a new version of Rock where you like like immediately upon import it just fixes all my problems. No, um, yeah. that would be a cool feature. Would well, love the magic so. wand feature, but um, yeah. yeah, I feel like that might be a uh, in the dark arts, not in the in the, in the <laughs> bright brightness. It's almost kind of right. like a, a mobile phone. Like how many people, including all of us, like oh well. If, as soon as I get that iPhone, I can do this. My life will be different. I'll have all these things. Mm-hmm. Everything will be automated. Everything will be great. Six months after getting the phone, you're like, yeah, I can take pictures. You know, it, it can do all that stuff. It's just I haven't put the effort in, or, or and most people who have a smartphone basically check email, take pictures, and and watch Facebook. Um, but it can do all these other things that we've sold ourselves that my life's going to be different. But because I didn't put the effort in, I I don't I haven't achieved it. Right. And like you mentioned, Scott, there's the effort of um, keeping your processes clean and your tools and technologies that support them clean. But then there's mm-hmm. also the effort involved in if my technology and tools should be supporting the vision of the leadership of this organization. And we know that the vision of leadership has to proactively uh, change to be front running and it has to reactively change to things like the COVID situation. So if we want our processes and our technologies to support the vision, we can't even get it set up to a, a perfect uh, setup and get our processes regularly cleaned. We have to be able to be flexible and to keep adjusting to those. And so there, there is a constant need of um, personnel, of funding, of attention in order to make sure that the tools don't stagnate. Absolutely. And I think that's one thing that's really great about the summit um, from what I've been hearing from you is that you guys have a vision and mm-hmm. kind of a mandate. Could you talk to a little bit about like, what are you guys planning to try uh, to achieve uh, with rock? Yeah. So, you know, one of the beautiful things to me about rock is, is, um, you know, is really um, how everything is tied together. Meaning like, um, you know, I, I view myself as a minister uh, whether by title or not, I, I feel like God's given me the gift set to to love and appreciate technology through the lenses of ministry and the opportunity to love and care and shepherd others um, that he's 
you know, bringing to the Summit Church, either physically, you know, as in they're like sitting in a seat, or they're participating through, you know, various resources that we provide online. And so, you know, one of the things I'm excited about here is we're in the process of building a website that really is leveraging that personalization in a way that's not limiting people's experience, but it's really driving people's experience. And those are very different things, you know, like, I'm not looking to deny someone access to something based on what we know about them. I'm looking to invite them into something uh, yes. based on what we know about them. And that's, and that's um, something I'm super excited about working with, um, you know, toward here is, is really having a website that is not just easy to use, easy to find information on, but really plays an integral part in, in the disciple making process, which is such a key foundational element of the summit is we want to be disciples making disciples. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and in fact, um, you know, I, I get really, really uh, excited and reminded of really the Lord's kindness to, to provide a solution like rock um, that allows us to walk people through that because, you know, you guys are well aware and I'm sure most of the community is well aware of what happens when your web experience is separate from your your database um mm -hmm. and for so many years you know just kind of having to maintain that in in 17 different places mm -hmm. um you know just really made that experience really difficult and so i'm really excited to work uh to create what i believe is one of the um is going to be a really nice um not just experience for the summit church, but I think is really going to help some some other churches in the community see the potential in building a really well integrated website. Um, so, yeah, and I think that's one of the things that we're most excited about too from the Spark side is that I feel like Summit has a lot of these ideas and visions, and is the plan is to put those into Rock. And so we, I, I think it's gonna be great to see a pattern like that. That mm -hmm. those tools, many of those tools have been existed from a long time, but no one's has actually taken it to the next level and we're really interested in, in tracking that progress and, and showing that and celebrating it with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're excited about it as well. Um, you know, and I, you know, I think also just to add to that, you know, uh, you know, we're also in the midst of a project, uh, using rock mobile, which I'm, I'm really excited about as well. Um, and, and similarly, you know, that kind of experience will be, will be there, but it's, it's a much different experience than what, you know, a person would experience on the web. Uh, and we purposely did that. You know, we really mm -hmm. want the app to be more geared toward the people of the summit. Um, and I'm really excited about, you know, some of the things that we'll be able to kind of showcase that Rot Mobile can do mm -hmm. um, that aren't easily accessible right now. Um, yep. You know, and I think, I think just again, you know, the whole heartbeat of the Rot community is we're in this together, you know, and, um, and if there's something that we can do and spend money on that's going to ultimately benefit more and more people and more and more churches, then yes and amen to that. And that's what's great about the church space is like if we were out in the secular world, um, one organization might say, yeah, I'll, I want that feature. I need that feature, but don't give it out to my competitors. And it's a completely opposite here. It's <laughs> yes. like every church is like, yes, I need that feature. Can I help fund that feature? And, and oh, by the way, we love the fact that everybody now gets to use this and we all get better. Um, and that's what I love about, you know, working with churches. Yeah. Amen. Well, Scott, tell us a little bit about this family of yours that you moved from Texas to North Carolina. 
um, and, and what you guys have been up to in your new home. Yeah. So, um, you know, my wife and I, my wife's name is Lynn, um, and we've been married uh, a little bit over 12 years. Uh, we have five kids. Um, so we have three biological kiddos. We've adopted two children, the rock babies. Uh, so I have a, a 10 year old, uh, boy named Grayson, seven year old boy named Rhodes, a five year old girl named Bronte, and the twins are boy girl, Aiden and Azra, uh, and they're three. Um, and, you know, the one request that the kids had when we told them we were moving from Texas was they said, Dad, do you think we'll have a tree in our backyard? Uh, and I said, uh, Yeah, buddy, I, I think we can do that. And, and you know, the Lord uh, gave us an amazing place in the middle of the woods. So, it's it's literally like I wake up in the morning and I'm camping somewhere, um, you know. So just to, we're really enjoying these this crazy season called spring. I, I don't I've, <laughs> I've heard about it, uh, but in Texas, you know, in Texas you usually go from winter to summer, uh, and yep. sometimes on the same day. Um, <laughs> and so uh, you know, it's been nice to be able to be outside and you know the temperatures be a little bit more consistent and and whatnot. So. Um, but yeah, we love it. We've seen some pictures of your kiddos on uh, some of your social media. It seems like they're great little helpers around the church too. Yeah, they've been, uh, you know, the girls came and they, uh, they've been practicing all week. They're welcome to the Summit Church. Yeah. Uh, and so I brought them to, they were greeting people on, on uh, Sunday morning at one of our campuses here. And they were, they quickly got distracted by the playground, but, um, you know, for about <laughs> seven, for about five, seven minutes, they were they were awesome on the little greeting team. So, sounds like um, a good start. But yeah, 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 they're loving it. I mean, yeah, just uh, like I said, you know, I never in a million years thought I'd leave uh, a great place like the village, um, and really had no intention to. And the Lord has been really kind and faithful to to bring us here, and, and uh, excited to to see what's going on. So. Well, we're so excited to have you still in the Rock community and and looking for ways to give back and provide and help grow the whole community uh, and really apply some incredible strategies to new things that can be done. Um, that collaboration yeah. is absolutely the key. So thank you for your investment in Rock and in the community. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for joining us this morning. We've really appreciated getting to know Scott, Scott's family, the summit, the village a little bit more. Um, we just enjoy that behind the scenes and we know that's what makes the community work is that we're all a bunch of real people doing real things um, for, for the Big C Church and we appreciate your contributions. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, really, really grateful to be here and, and so grateful for you three and, and, and the people that are, you know, not represented on this podcast. Just, you know, I, I think, um, you know, I, I, one of the things I love is thinking about the gospel impact of what I get to do every day. Yes. Um, you know, and I think you guys embody that really, really well. Um, and it's just, you know, it's been a joy to get to know you guys personally and professionally. Um, and I'm just really grateful for y'all. Um, cause I know it's not always easy to do what you're doing and, and, uh, you know, especially in the early days, you know, to wonder like, why like what's next and mm -hmm. how are we going to get there and you guys have just been um just such a gift to uh not just our church at the village or now the summit but just these you know the church um and i know if somebody had the opportunity they would say the same thing through you so thank you thanks god appreciate that thank you likewise yeah well thank you so much to everyone that's joined us for this edition of rockcast 
We hope that you've enjoyed it and look forward to connecting with you next time. This episode of RockCast is brought to you by Rock sponsor, Ministry Dynamics, a Wi-Fi presence and equipment provider. Connect with Ministry Dynamics today at rockrms.com slash sponsors.